Bones are amazing things. They hold us up. They support us. They make us strong. But bones have other uses. In the past, bones were thrown by diviners, seeking out the mysteries of the future. Now the bones are cubes, made of plastic or resin, but they still reveal things to us as they fall from our fingers and rattle across the table. The story becomes clear. Welcome to Bone Throwers Theater, an RPG actual play podcast. And welcome back to Bone Throwers Theater. My name is Jeremy, and I am playing Julian Illix. My name is Ellie, and I am playing Archie. My name is Aaron, playing Sam Faluge. This is Johnny, playing Chime North. This is Jeff, playing Jer. I hope I get better soon, Lan. I am Jordan, and I am Game Mastering. So who wants to go first? Well, we got the team that's going to the dead drop, and we got the uh, team that's healing and building Building. stuff. Which is more interesting for listeners? Honestly, I think healing and building is going to be... Dice roll and does it happen or not? Yeah, yeah. Unless Jordan decides to make things interesting. <laughs> so let's go to the dead drop first. Is that what I'm hearing? Yes. Yep. So Julian, Sam, and Chime are all going to the dead drop. Yes. Mm-hmm. Is it just you three or is it going to be. Corara? Um, yeah, Corara. Yeah, we'll say that Marqueo Coderara is going along with you. So Gardner stayed back. Yeah, yeah it's his place. Yeah. He's going first. Well, Julian has the sight. So. I think we would have taken the time to make sure we can all kind of see. But, but you have the sight sight. Yeah, Julian has the elemental sight. So yeah. Julian wouldn't mind taking point. Sam will probably bring up the rear. That puts Chime in the middle. With Coderara. Go ahead and give me a roll. For perception. You also, I believe, get a Ooh, oh yeah. Bonus to sight based, if I remember correctly. That's rank three. So it's a plus six. Twenty-three, twenty-five. Things seem to be rather quiet for the most part. Okay. We would actually have to pass this chop chop to get to the blackbird. Mm-hmm. So taking extra note of activity around the chop chop maybe inside as we pass even or odd uh even odd chop shop's on fire looks like someone torched it like it is presently on fire it is presently on fire and it's not the first building you walked by in similar condition okay so you know all we know that wasn't targeted right part of the joys of being in a town that is under violent militaristic anarchy, is things happen to be on fire from time to time. But there's no other activity around the burning building. We don't see anybody leaving it, trying to rescue anything from the building. No, not at this point. Okay. Sam, go ahead and make me a notice check. So perception? Yep. Ten. Everything seems to be fine from the back. I'm sure it does. You want to go ahead and make a perception roll, Chime? Sure. Twelve. Would you like to make one as well? Sure. Seventeen. Seems pretty quiet. 
Okay. So you get to the alleyway. Before going in, we're severely scoping out that place to make sure anybody in that alleyway, anybody around that alley, anybody up high watching that alleyway, that kind of thing. Yeah, we're looking around. To include asking Shade to kind of check. And I just want to for Shade. So you keep control of Shade? Yes. Nothing terribly amiss. You're not seeing any fire drakes in the windows of buildings or anything like that. I'd also probably ask Shade to actually go down the alley as well to kind of get a feel for, you know, see if there was something left for us. As well as um, making sure there's nothing that he notices as far as surveillance equipment, anything of that nature. Seems like everything is quiet. You're really quiet. So, how does this look? Is it like, do you hold out your hand and she like sends tendrils out? Uh, no, it, it's a simple because we we've discussed that elementals are not literally tied to my body. That shade isn't like mm-hmm. part of me. That shade can move outside of me. Mm-hmm. And so it's simply asking shade to check it out. And it's something that we've done before. It's as simple as shade going down the alley. And I guess if you're paying attention, you might see a darker spot kind of move through the alley. Julian can see Shade, though. Julian can definitely see Shade. Shade comes back, says that there's a a box. How big is the box? It's about the size of a shoe box for about size 13 shoes. It's made out of wood, and it looks like it's nailed shut. So we're just kind of outside of the alleyway, and Shade has come back and has told that to to Sam. And Sam has relayed that to the group. So they left something for us. There's a box down this alleyway. I'm not entirely sure why they needed to leave an entire box. Shade could tell that it was nailed shut. Yes. Where is it sitting in the alley? About halfway down, nestled against the hotel's wall. So it's just kind of sitting against the wall? I'm going to blow a blast of air down the alleyway to kind of jostle it. Okay. How much of it is blast? Enough to, you know... Push it a little bit? Yeah, to give it a good good shove. Like, I'm shaking it. Um, you know, my goal is to simulate picking it up and give it a good shake. Twenty-seven. Just to blow the precise amount of air to kind of toss it a few feet. Okay, so, like, a whole bunch of, like, plastic bags that looks like they held candy at one point. Old wrappers, newspapers, celluloid, you know. Yeah. All that kind of stuff kind of blows everywhere in the alley, just kind of like picked up and thrown everywhere. The box moves uh, maybe about six inches, but it stays on the ground. With infravision, is there any heat emanating from this box? No. No? Okay. I go ahead and uh, walk down the alley. I'm just walking to go get the box. Okay. You push it. Nothing happens. You want to get it. You reach the box. Mm-hmm. Burned into the top of the box is a circle. Okay. There's an S at the bottom of the circle at the 6 o'clock position and an arrow pointing at it. South. I don't open the box. I bring it back. Okay. It's a little heavy, but you can pick it up. Here you go, guys. We have no idea what's in that box. That's why I didn't open it. Just look at the marking on top. 
We haven't seen that marking before. No, but anti-northers. Southers? What's well, opposite of the north and south? There's no heat coming from this box. I wish we could. It's heavy. Tell what was inside of it. We can. We can. I'm going to just just set it down. The close shadow. Let's just set it down. I'll, okay. I'll I'll stick my face in there. Uh, oh. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and I got like oh my gosh yes twenty nine. So I stick my face in the box. What do I see? You see a machine. Looks like a square rectangle. Well, that, okay. Oxymoron. Or, or a rectangular square? <laughs> a quadrilateral. <laughs> okay. And it looks like there are two flat cylinders on the top of it. Like an old recording machine. Maybe. But I wouldn't know that. Okay. I would pull my face up. I bet that was really odd to see. <laughs> <laughs> I'd describe, describe what I see to the... Doesn't look like any kind of explosives or anything like that. I didn't see any wires or any of any explosive stuff that I am that I know of. Um, no putty, uh, no GX thirty five. All right, well, uh, stand back, stand to the side, and open the lid. Well, it's nailed. It's uh, nailed shut. Would you like to do a strength check? Where do we have? It might be safer. I could blow it open, fill the whole thing with air, and pop. Okay. Overpressurize it. Standing back away from it, so mm-hmm. just yeah, just, just in case. Yes, because we're no. smart. Gosh, that's a good roll. No, that's thirty-one and thirty-four. All right, you can do it. At very least, it would bring it up a little bit, even yeah. if it explode off. Yeah. So you pop it off. Yeah. It makes a loud noise that echoes. All right. So, so now we look at it. It's safe. Well. One of the, the platters that was on the top of it is now broken off. Was there any ribbon with that platter? <laughs> yes, there was. Okay. So, to see if I recognize what it is, to be a knowledge roll? Yeah. Well, I was sitting there looking at it, so. <laughs> 16? Yeah, you know exactly what it All is. All right. In fact, it reminds you a lot of the dictaphones that you would use to, to record your re- reports. Yeah. Okay. It's a tape recorder. Oh. It looks broken. Yeah, that we can fix that. So this is a recording device? Yeah. Audio recordings. It's a recording now? No, it's not recording now. Even if it weren't broken, the motor's not running. So somebody left us a message. Yes. Well, we know somebody who can probably fix it. We do? Yep. So head back. So, while you were away, Jer was doing some self-surgery. So go ahead and describe to us, Sir Jeffrey, how Jer is healing himself. It's basically going into a trance to mentally survey the injuries inside and out. Like a Jedi healing trance. Yeah, like a Jedi healing trance. Just manipulating the water to soothe over those spots and bring fresh blood to the parts that need it and pull away blood from parts that are swelling too much and just balancing out the body and letting it heal. Okay. So are you sitting on the floor, leaning against the wall? Are you, like, laying prone? 
I imagine that I would have asked for a bed to lay in. Okay. As you're in your state of meditation, the sound of the static actually starts to sound like water flowing. You're envisioning the elemental that you saw in the in your dream. In your in the vision. In your vision, yeah. And as you're trying to focus on different parts of your body and everything, you feel this elemental like basically moving. You put its hands over the yeah. spots that yeah, I'm yeah. focusing on. And right, exactly. So in that regard, we'll say that it's an assisted check. So should I roll for it? Yes. I roll my full extra normal, right? Or yeah. minus one. We'll go ahead and let you roll full. Not as good as I wanted it to be. Wait, this is to get your plus to this the year. Yeah, that's the case. Plus two. Plus, yeah. okay. So you need an eight. Plus two. Yeah, that's uh, what you got. Yeah. Now you need it. For the most. But now you need it. You got it. 22. Cool. And so a stunned wound is automatically recovered after one minute of complete rest. I should be back to normal by the time these guys get back. Yeah. Yay. Yay. Archie. Tinkering things. I assume I went with Gardner to see what was available. Yeah. Well, why don't we go ahead and say that you looked throughout the building. Okay. And you found where the building maintenance would be. Uh, and they have a whole, like, a workshop. Okay. With a, with a bench and tools. There are some tools that have miraculously not been looted by anybody. Okay. So now you have a vial of blood. Mm-hmm. You could do nothing wrong with a vial of blood. <laughs> I want to go around. What is your final decision on the weapon that you wanted to be created? So we talked about, in between episodes, about a little bit more about weapon stuff for individuals. And the only thing that Julian could use is a quicker access to the elements so it was like a risk gauntlet with... But also, like, it's always going to be there kind yeah. of thing. So one of the things, yeah, since it's fire, it would have to be somehow able to have an eternal flame somehow in one of the compartments. Archie being powered by fire, fire elemental, elemental. Yes. I don't see that being a very hard issue to solve. Right. And like I discussed earlier, that would be something that I'd be well aware of completing since I made a lot of weapons starting for myself. Yeah. 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 Jer, I don't think we discussed... No, we didn't discuss at all. Maybe that would be something that I would come to you and have an actual scene of discussion. Okay, yeah, we can do that. Okay. Chime. Chime, Chime thank you. <laughs> we were discussing armor, but you were also discussing honing your skills for... Yeah, aromatherapy type mood enhancer projection. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. What about crushed beads? The jawstring full of beads that are used for once they're crushed for that sure. aromatherapy. And then for you, it was some kind of... I think a, some kind of a gun would be the best option. And what I'm picturing, especially for what you talked about, something where I could use that as a focus for some of my location-based abilities. Mm-hmm. And so what I'm picturing is a, like a dart gun. Okay. Because okay. then each dart can have some of my blood in it. And that's the only problem with your weapon, if we do a dart gun, I'm going to be using your blood and 
pretty much create a limited amount of darts. Right. And yeah, and the part of me thinks that that's unless, not a... Unless I create some kind of piece on the gun that draws blood from you. That's a good idea. So pretty much I'm going to be down there, uh-huh. and I'm going to be researching and drawing out the blood to make the bullets first, since this is going to be my most complicated project. I assume there are definitely pieces to create weaponry, such as possible darts. You do find the materials that you would need to go ahead and create some of this stuff. Okay, okay. Now you have to roll to see if you can put it all together. Yeah. Okay, okay. That's fair, that's fair. I can imagine that I have struggles with drawing out the shade ability, or the darkness ability, at first, and it... I think that the abilities that Sam would be using with the weapon, he could cast it on the blood that's in, in the darks, so it's not like a... You have to pull the ability from the blood. It's, okay. It's more of a yeah. he can use the blood from himself, herself. Herself. She can sorry. use the blood Myself. from herself. And that also As includes what I like about that is it's not just the darkness ability; it's anything that's presence or touch based. Yeah. yeah. So I could actually use it to shoot Julian and, and get say the sight. sight. Yeah. Oh, that's really cool. <laughs> Just like, you know, maybe shooting Julian. <laughs> no. But do we really need it's a non-deadly weapon? So. It's a non-deadly weapon. I'm guessing either way, Julian would not be pleased. <laughs> so I think the best option and the easiest option would just be starting on a gauntlet, a wrist piece of armor. How to word it? It's a gauntlet. Pulling a part of myself, pull a part of my eternal flame into the gauntlet. So do I have to roll for that? Yes. Okay. I almost want to do this as a, like a three-part challenge. Okay. Because first off, you've got to create the equipment that you even want to. Mm-hmm. And then you want to draw forth some of the eternal fire, right? Okay. Some of the elemental fire. Yeah. And then you're trying to capture it. So there are three different steps that you're trying to do here. Right. I would imagine it's a technology role to create the bracer. Um, and then it would be, so two conjuration roles. One to draw forth and one to capture. Before you do any of that, you would need to... I look down and I see forgery on the paper and I'm like, ah, forgery, it's forging. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, forgery. forgery. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, saw, I did the same thing. I was like, forgery, oh. No. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Repair is creating, fixing, or modifying gadgets, weapons on our vehicles. Uh, we'll so repair. it would be repair under perception. What's your dice in perception? <laughs> Two die. What's your dice in knowledge? Three die. Statistically, I'm using a chip better. either way. Right. So we'll go ahead and keep it in perception, but we'll figure out how things are going to go after this break. Rashomon, a land where spirits roam and witches rule. Three women are embroiled in a divine plot, and it is up to them to uncover why. Join the adventures of the Broadswords at thebroadswords.com. And we're back. So, first roll. Repair. You said you're going to give me a chippy? Yeah. Mmm, tasty, tasty chip. Oh my gosh. 
Yes. Six on the wild done, yeah. uh, followed by a one. That's a okay, standard okay. combination. One more than all you had. 14, 15, 16. Actually, you did just fine. Because uh-huh. the target number I had in mind was 15. Uh-huh. <laughs> so you are able to craft a bracer that looks like it'll, it'll do the job well enough. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Now it's time to, to add the elements. To add the magical part to it. So, I insert the dirt that was given into the bracelet. I'm assuming in this this room there is a, you know, old sink with exposed pipes. Even rod. Odd. Even. No! (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to cry a little. (laughs) How can a robot cry? All right. Who's to say that I can't bring this once I'm done with all of them, once I present it to I mean, him to drop it in? That'd be perfectly fine with me. Okay. All right. Oh, wow. Cool. Because water is the least difficult to get. Aside from air. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or you just have it. All right. Then lastly would be the fire elemental. Yeah. So to draw that from me, we decided upon conjuration. Correct. 70 for this. You think you can get 15 with seven dice? Possible tonight. Almost not. 17. Congratulations. It's a good thing you had all seven dice. Yeah. <laughs> you have your flame power. Yay. And now to install it. Do I have to roll for that too? Yep. Conjuration again? Correct. Okay. Okay. 24. Success. Yes. Bracer created. Moving on. Chime. How would I gather that anyways? Didn't Gardner say something about a garden up on the roof? Yep. So you might have some calming herbs, herbaceousness. Lavender, things like that. Because if I were growing a garden on my roof, that's what I'd be growing. All right. I'm going to go back up to the apartment with the gauntlet, by the way. Okay. I'm going to go to Jer. Yo. Can you hold on to this for me? Yo. That, that's your response, yo? Yeah. Yo. Yeah, I can do it. <laughs> Okay. By the way, I need to have a conversation with you in a few. Okay. All right. I'm going to go to Gardner. You spoke of a garden on top of the roof. Uh-huh. What have you been growing up there? I mean, I have a few different things growing up there. It's more for the soul rather than the body. Okay. Because growing things makes me calm, right? And so... I needed something to do when I came back to the city and saw that it was a mess, and so I started doing some some gardening, and I built a razor up on the roof. Okay. There's a little bit of here and a little bit of there, some flowers mostly, some of my favorite teas, some of my favorite fruits and vegetables. You know, those are going to take a little while to come in, but, you know, watermelon is, is pretty quick, all things considered. Mm-hmm. Some berry bushes, that kind of thing. Okay. There's a couple of peppers up there. How about chamomile? Even or odd? Even. I'm sorry. Unfortunately, I I haven't put any chamomile up there. Aloe vera? It's not really good in this climate. Jasmine? Nothing's good in that climate. Yeah, true. I do have some lemongrass growing up there. Um, Sage? Yeah, I actually do have some because there's been some bad spirits that I've had to get rid of. May I go pick some? <clears throat> sure. How much? I'm just going to say a handful each. Okay, that's fine. Well, 
Archie goes up and picks whatever he needs. Handful of each sage, said peppermint, and some lemongrass. Go ahead and make a perception roll. Seven. Cool. All right. So you go downstairs. Oh, okay. Yay! All right. I so I got. There was something else helpful, or else he wouldn't have said roll perception. Or something else dangerous. Like I said, something else helpful. Oh. Good point. Yes, there was something else helpful. <laughs> so, boo. boo! Okay. Yeah. Maybe we'll find out later. No, we won't. Archie goes back downstairs and starts tinkering around and starts creating essentially gel molds and crushing the plants up. Okay. Sounds good. Nice. And start creating gel molds, essentially. Like capsules or? Yeah, more of a capsule. That's what I can throw. Ninja, yeah. vanish. Ninja smell good. Ah. <laughs> Ninja. So I imagine we have to roll for that as well? Yes. Okay. That's what I need to What would that be under perception as well or knowledge? I would say that that would be under know-how. Because know-how is kind of a catch-all skill. All right, I'll spend another chip to get this right for him. Okay. I want these to be good, so I'm going to use as much chips as possible. Okay, not horrible. Twelve. What were you using for the casing of the castle? I found old medicine. Old medicine? Okay. So you're mostly successful. Okay. But you're only able to get maybe one or two put back together appropriately. Okay. So we'll say that you... you Am I able to keep some of the other capsules in my pocket for possibly later trials? Sure. Okay. But we'll we'll say that you're only able to create maybe about all together fifteen. Okay, well at that moment Archie's gonna slam his fist down and say, Damn it I was expecting at least thirty. You're focused on this problem pretty closely, aren't you? Yes. While you're working, you start hearing like this uh clicking sound? Like a ticking, tacking, clicking type of noise. There's a lot of it. It sounds like, um... I do not want to see that many legs. It does actually sound like a lot of legs. Like, it sounds like it's above your head. I'm going to stop what I'm doing with one of the capsules. Okay. And I'm going to slowly look up. Okay. I don't want you to give the answer. (laughs) (laughs) The answer is, I slowly look up and I see a little bug. You do you describe what you see instead. That way he doesn't get the chance. Oh, <laughs> a cute little crab. It's a crab. Little did you know that the kaiju was multi-segmented. Have you ever seen the old arcade game Centipede? So like the ones Five. in Hawaii where you cut them in half and then both parts come for you? Sure. Damn it, why did I give you an idea? <laughs> What I'm trying to say is that there's a whole bunch of little mechanical kaijlets. Have you watched any Stargate SG-1? Oh, no! No! No. Oh, not replicators. Yep, replicators. Oh, I quit. Mechanical spider-like entities. Uh, Some with scorpion tails. Some dripping venom. All with fiery eyes. You see about 12 of them crawling on the ceiling. Turn around, there's a few that are coming out of a grate in the floor. Okay. I'm gonna slowly grab the rest of the capsules 
on the table and put them into my pocket. I'm going to stand up. Okay. And with both hands, one facing my back, one facing up, I'm going to cast Flame Jet. Okay. I'm going to use some other dice. <laughs> Switching out your dice? It might be a good thing. How many you got there? Plenty. What do you roll for? You'll find out. <laughs> So you managed to catch three of the twelve in your flame. They drop into onto the ground. How many according to where? So you did both hands? Yes. So you hit like one on the ground and two on the ceiling. Okay. So they're all like all three of those are on the ground and they start swelling. Where am I adjacent to the door? Swelling. <laughs> the door is on the other side. So like the work desk is facing a wall that is opposite from the door. So essentially I would have to get past how many are on the floor? Two fell on the floor, you hit one, there were two more on the floor. So that's five on the floor altogether. So there are seven on the walls and ceiling. Oh, and another one just came out of the grave. So. I'm gonna attempt to jump past them and get closer to the door. Okay. Door's not so far away that a jump wouldn't get you to it. So go ahead and make me an acrobatics roll. Is that under reflexes? Reflexes, yes. Okay. 17. You manage to jump, but as you're passing over it, one of them catches the bottom of your foot, one of the ones that's been jumped. Okay. So what size is it now? So let's just say that it started off about the size of this ducky. Okay. Yeah, about the size of a regular duck. Yeah, and so it gets about twice as big as this. So the size of a goose. Is it clamped to my foot, or? No, basically what happened was, like, you misjudged the jump, and your foot caught on the top of it, and you lost your balance. And you fell. So now they start crawling on top of you. One is crawling up your face. The smell of overheated metal. You said they have pinchers, right? Some of them. And some of the new ones that have just emerged from the, the grate that are coming towards you actually have like spouts of fire coming out of like ridges on their, their backs. I'm gonna <laughs> grab one by the scorpion tail next to me. Okay. And start swinging and whacking at the ones on top of me. All right. So the, I guess I'll be brawling yes. underneath. Oh, yeah, yeah that was the brawl. Because you're using an improvised weapon here. Okay. Eleven. Uh, you're able to whack some of them, but it seems like they have very low centers of gravity. Okay. So they're, they they withstand the, the hits pretty well. Okay. I'm going to use physique for this one and okay. start standing up anyways. Okay. With them attached to me. Jeff, what are you doing? What is Joe doing while you are while she is busy working? Because you you healed yourself at this point. Um, mostly just keep an eye on the radio. Yeah, I'm gonna keep an eye on the radio and see if I can't find any more signals and periodically look out the window to see if the kaiju is anywhere around. Okay. Twenty-four. All right, you are able to stand up. They're heavy, but you're able to get up off the ground with. Kaichlets hanging off of your arms and legs and torso. Face. 
You said I was in the basement, correct? Yeah. What floor, again, is the apartment? I think it's the fourth floor. Yeah. Are you staying in the room? No. Hell no. So you're in the hallway? Yes. Uh, I'm going to attempt to go up to the room. Okay. As you leave the room and you're going through the hallway, you see more coming out of all the all the other sub-rooms of the basement. And they're making their way up. You can see them crawling up the walls and going through cracks. And it looks like they're starting to chew through the concrete. I don't have, like, rocket boots, so where's the stairs? <laughs> there are stairs in the courtyard. I'm guessing I have to get past some of them? Oh, yeah. The ones that are in the room start coming out after you. Right. Expected. When did we make that? Because um, I imagine making all this wasn't a quick and easy process. <laughs> Go ahead and roll me three dice. Minutes. Ago. <laughs> so I was going to say 110 minutes. <laughs> so a little bit, about an hour and 40 minutes to there and back again. Well, Total. Yes. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, how long has this been going on is the question. It could be in... The, you mean the, the tinkering and the, the working and yeah. the... It's probably been about 70 minutes. Okay. I Would you be that. willing to work with me on something... Your death? Sir, <laughs> something a little more creative. Character creation? <laughs> <laughs> okay, go ahead, go yeah. ahead and go go ahead and tell me what what you wanted. I kind of wanted to cut off my own hand. Okay, I like it. Amidst using flame jet and throw it at the ones chasing me. <laughs> I like, like a, it. Like a rocket fist. <laughs> would be so cool. Sounds good. Okay, go ahead and make me a physique roll to rip off your own (laughs) (laughs) hand. You successfully remove your own hand. This reminds me of the scene in uh, Ten Candles (laughs) with the tentacle. How much? 39. Wow! You, you get a your own hand point for ripping off your own hand. You guys! You're celebrating all sorts of stuff. <laughs> Let's celebrate things here. <laughs> Wait, I can't do that anymore. <laughs> Stump bump. <laughs> well, there's an episode title. So you rip off your hand. Would you like to conjure fire on your hand? Yes. Go ahead right. and roll Conjure, Conjuration. Three, can't five. believe this is happening. <laughs> oh Y'all can heal me, right? Oh okay, oh okay. Oh, what do you, what's your target number for Conjuration again? Conjure element is 11. Yeah, control is oh. 18. Yeah, you're right. 21. All right. So you rip off your hand, you set it on fire. Help and me are before me and behind me. Well, behind you were all the ones in the room and then the 30 are odd so that were in the hallway. Um, and there's probably a good 25 or so before you and up the stairs. So there's like a good hundred around you. All right. <clears throat> Not my best math, by the way. No, it's, it's a fair enough estimation. We're going for cin- cinematically lots. Yeah. 
You know, like how they say in the Bible that seven, when Jesus says seven times, seventy, he's not literally saying four hundred and ninety times. He's saying more than more than you can count. That's the kind of math we're working with here. While the ones behind me burn, I'm gonna. Oh, they burn. In my mind, they like burn in hell. Well, I like, like that. They burn and die. But what actually happens is that they all rush towards your hand and they start ripping off parts of their bodies and sticking it into your hand. And then your hand ratchets up on its own legs and it starts coming after you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Bone Thrower's Theater. Thank you for listening to Bone Thrower's Theater. Our cast is Aaron, Ellie, Jeff, Jeremy, Johnny, and Jordan. We are releasing this podcast under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, 3.0 unported license. That means you can share the podcast, but please do not modify it or try to gain financially from it. If you would like to visit our website, you can do so at bonethrowerstheater.com. If you'd like to send us an email, you can do so at bonethrowerstheater at gmail.com. Our Twitter handle is Theater. You can also look us up on Facebook and subscribe to our YouTube channel. And until next time, may the bones fall ever in your favor. This has been a Nerd Circle podcast production.